Boris Johnson has faced a series of questions over the infamous lockdown parties, but the former British PM didn't go down without a fight. Details ahead, you're watching Ticker News. In the US, Antony Blinken warns China will be capable of invading Taiwan by 2027. Veronica Dudo is live right now with the very latest. American diplomat says the unholy alliance frightens the United States. I'm Veronica Dudo live in New York and I'll have that story coming up. Volodymyr Zelensky visits Ukrainian troops near the frontline city of Bakhmut as Russia launches a number of drone strikes against key Ukrainian regions. At today's meeting, the committee raised the target range for the federal funds rate by a quarter percentage point, bringing the target range to four and three quarters to five percent. The U.S. Fed chair has announced another rate hike, but could this be the last one? Plus, Etihad Airways is in hot water over allegations it lied about its climate plans to win over consumers. Now, from our headquarters at Ticker Park to the world, this is Ticker News. Hello to our viewers right around the world. I'm William Howard. It's great to have your company. We begin with breaking news this hour. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says China will be capable of invading Taiwan by 2027. It comes as the high-level diplomat says Beijing is monitoring how the world is responding to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Tigger's U.S. correspondent Veronica Dudo joins us now for the latest developments from Capitol Hill. Veronica, what else did the Secretary of State have to say? Hi, Will. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken had a stark and candid warning saying that he is concerned heading into the future. This, of course, comes following the three-day summit between Chinese President Xi Jinping and Russian President Vladimir Putin. He said that the unholy alliance frightens the United States. Take a listen. We are meeting at an inflection point. Um, the post-Cold War era is over, and there is an intense competition underway to shape, to determine what comes next. Now, this also comes after many lawmakers say that U.S. President Joe Biden has not taken a strong enough stance against Russia and China, of course, especially after that Russian jet forced the downing of a drone and also the Chinese spy balloon incursion over the United States. Now, the top Republican on the Senate Intelligence Committee, uh, Republican Marco Rubio, said that the war in Ukraine is more than just a proxy war and is concerned about China's designs on Taiwan. Take a listen. We're entering perhaps the beginning of a period of, of conflict, which doesn't necessarily always mean military conflict, but conflict nonetheless. We have an all-out war in Europe. Um, that, that's most clearly a conflict, and it's been a globalized one. Now China and Russia share similar goals and stand united against the West. This comes as President Xi has invited President Putin to visit Beijing, and the White House officials say they are still working to set up a call between President Xi and President Biden. Big developments coming out of Capitol Hill. Veronica Dudo, thank you.
Vladimir Zelensky visited Ukrainian troops near the frontline city of Bakhmut, handing out medals to soldiers he says are heroically defending their country's sovereignty. Meanwhile, Russia launched a swarm of drones at key Ukrainian cities. Matthew LaRotonda has all the details. Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky visited his troops near the frontline city of Bakhmut on Wednesday. The ongoing battle for the city being one of the bloodiest of the war. Footage released by the president's office shows him handing out medals and visiting wounded in the Donetsk region, where Bakhmut is located. He's telling the troops that they're there to protect the land for their children and later in the hospital. Good luck, boys. Zelensky's visit came after a swarm of Russian drones hit Ukrainian cities, including the capital, overnight, said by Ukraine's military to include Iranian-built suicide drones. And in a tweet, Zelensky apparently referenced Chinese President Xi Jinping's recent visit to Moscow saying, every time someone tries to hear the word peace in Moscow, another order is given there for such criminal strikes. <laughs> a video obtained by Reuters shows the moment a missile hits apartments in the city of Zaporizhia Wednesday morning. Reuters verified the footage and witnessed the aftermath. Local authorities there say at least one person was killed and 25 wounded. Meanwhile, the British government is rejecting accusations from Moscow that ammunition it has given Ukraine, made from depleted uranium, risks raising the nuclear stakes in the war. Depleted uranium shells are used by many militaries, including Russia, to penetrate armor such as tanks. The UK doesn't consider it nuclear armament, but the dust it creates does pose a risk to people wherever the shells land after being fired. Also breaking this hour, two Defence Force personnel have been injured after an Australian Army helicopter crashed into the water during routine counter-terrorism training on New South Wales' south coast. There were 10 personnel on board the aircraft when the incident occurred, and all have been recovered from the water. Chief of the Army Lieutenant General Simon Stewart says the incident had the potential to end in tragedy. He notes the quick responses of ADF personnel and emergency services alongside well-drilled teams prevented potential loss of life. An investigation into this incident has been launched to determine the cause. Following a hearing spanning more than three hours, former UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson has testified as to whether he misled Parliament about breaking COVID lockdown rules in Downing Street. With a hand on his heart, Johnson reiterated his previous statements made to the House were in good faith and is adamant he did not knowingly lie. I'm here to say to you, hand on heart, that I did not lie to the House. When those statements were made, they were made in good faith and on the basis of what I honestly knew and believed at the time. When this inquiry was set up, I was completely confident that you would find nothing to show I knew or believed anything else.
The UK's Committee of Privileges is investigating whether Johnson intentionally or recklessly misled his colleagues in a series of statements made to Parliament. In these statements, Johnson said no rules were broken during the infamous Downing Street gatherings. If found guilty, Johnson could face a suspension from Parliament. Any suspension longer than 10 days could prompt an election to remove him from his seat and essentially end his political career. But the former PM didn't go down without swinging. Johnson believes the process being used to decide whether he is in contempt of parliament is manifestly unfair. He says the MPs have found nothing to show that he was warned in advance the events in Downing Street were illegal. Finally, Johnson argued that if, if it was so obvious there was rule breaking in number 10, then it would also have been obvious to others, including Rishi Sunak. Most important of all, if it was obvious to me that these events were contrary to the guidance and the rules, then it must have been equally obvious to dozens of others, including the most senior officials in the country, all of them, like me, responsible for drawing up the rules. And it must have been obvious to others in the building, including the current Prime Minister. Jerome Powell has announced interest rates in the US will be going up by a quarter of a percent. The move will see rates closer to the 5% range. The Fed has been raising rates since the middle of last year to try and get inflation down to a controlled level of 2%. Meanwhile, during the announcement, Powell acknowledged the central bank's hikes may be coming to an end. It follows a turbulent few weeks in the banking sector. Plus, Etihad is in hot water over allegations it lied about its emissions reduction plans. Australia's consumer watchdog is now considering action against the airline as the body cracked down, potty cracks down on so-called greenwashing. It follows two Etihad advertisements that appeared on digital advertising banners during a football match at Melbourne's Amy Park. The ad had the words net zero emissions by 2050. And you're up to date for this hour, but stay with us right here on Ticker News. We speak about Google's chatbot Bard in just a moment. You're watching Ticker News. More news is just minutes away.